Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Autumn Marini, and I just skipped class with the progress report. You know. <laughs> the progress report. What's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is another episode of Skipping Class presented by the Progress Report. I got my girl, Autumn Marini, in the building. How are you? What's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So welcome to the platform officially. I'm definitely honored to have you here. It's been a lot of progress going on since the last <laughs> time that we spoke. Yeah. So, you know, tell me, how has your life changed since the last time that we spoke? Um... I feel like I'm getting more recognition, but I'm still working. Of so, course. So, you know, like the grind never stops, so it hasn't changed too much on that. I'm still busting the doors open and stuff, you know, with my music. So I'm just continuing to work and trying to get to where I need to get to, go to my goals. Facts. Um, so what's been like the hardest adjustment to your new life? If any, it might not be anything hard, but if, if it is, what's been that? The hardest adjustment, I guess the hardest adjustment is always um, getting new clothes. Like, okay. I'm trying to make sure I'm on tea each time because that be stressing me out. That's the most, the most I get stressed out on. But otherwise, it's not really too much hard for me. This all, this is exactly what I've been wanting to do. So mm. you know, I'm just living a dream. Period. <laughs> Um, well, let's get into this music. You got, you know, this dope ass single right now, Don't Stop with Kodak Black, which yeah. is crazy huge. So let's talk about how did the song even come together? Well, I'm linking up with my fuzzy Jazzy Fizzle. Um, we just went into the studio, had a vibe. He started the beat from scratch and we just built on that. And working with Jazzy is so fun. Like, we just had a little tequila, you know, we just started working and, you know, magic just came out from it. We actually did that song like a year ago. So um, when we got Kodak on it, it was like, whoo, like, what? We got Kodak on it? Because we, we was having, you know, different ideas of different rappers um, trying to get on it. But, you know, we picked the right little nigga for y'all to put on that song. So, you know, it just came out perfectly. It came out um, right when it needed to come out. Thanks. So I'm just blessed. Like, I'm ecstatic. Not a lot of people, like, come out with their second um, single on a major record label with a major artist so I'm just just blessed absolutely <laughs> and you know Jazzy Faye man you gotta you gotta love Jazzy because it's like he creates the perfect vibe so this record is like the early 2000s vibe it is it yeah. gives me like Cherish Sierra just that feel good vibe you know Mm -hmm. um, now, when did you learn that Kodak was going to be on the song and did y'all record his verse together or was it diff or separate? We did it separately. So okay. um, the label had called me, Barry called me and was like, we got Kodak on the song. He's going to do the song. Mm. You know, we getting all the paperwork together, stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, really? That's huge. Like, yeah, that was huge. That was a good surprise. That was like, you know, because we were talking about it, but in the music industry, nothing's solidified until it's solidified, Facts. you know? So, like, <laughs> when it came to that he was going to do it, I was just... I was just excited, like, thinking that this is going to be, like, my chance to really bust through the door. Like, mm. yeah, Drive was out, you know, 
but drive stopped at a stop sign, so we just had to keep on going, keep working, and then when, um, yeah, don't stop, come back around, mm. we're we not stopping. <laughs> okay, and we're going to talk about drive too. We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class. Look, we want to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream, or if you're an entrepreneur, come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world. You'll also get the show in our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmediagroup.com. Get locked in with us. Um, speak on the music video for Don't Stop. Like, it looks so dope, so colorful, so vibrant, and matched the energy of the song. And, you know, like, people don't really do, like, big productions for videos no more. So, you know, I appreciated it. But talk about the Thank music you. video for you. The music video, everything was big. Like, if you ever working with Barry, he gonna want you to have big stuff. So like the fact that we did that and it was just good vibes. I just, I'm always in tune, like I'm ready to work. So the whole time I'm like a robot, like, okay, let's mm. go, let's go, let's go. Like my adrenaline was going so hard because like my whole life I've always, I really never put out music videos when I was, wasn't signed because I had a specific, um, look that I wanted to go for. I really wanted to have like a major, like big budget music video. And just so I could compete with like of the course. top artists that I see myself next to. So the fact that I was able to do that and working with um, Video God, like he's dope as hell. Um, a lot of creative minds coming about with the whole music video. So I was just excited. It was an adrenaline. Like being a new artist mm. and being able to even have like a big budget music video, it's it's really it's big. That's real big. And I'm real blessed for that. Definitely. Like talk about Codex energy there, y'all interaction, and how long did the actual video take? Because I'm sure it probably took a while. So really, we did that video a year ago. So I did my first scenes because originally it was just me. So then mm. um, a, once you know a year later come around and Kodak gets on it, we do like one scene. So that scene we did back in May. And it was fun, it was dope. Um, we were just vibing. I mean, Jazzy was there. We had um, like everybody there. It was just such a good vibe. And Kodak cool, like he's real cool. Like I really up. fuck with him. Like I thank you Kodak for everything. He didn't even have to get on the song. He didn't even have to come to Atlanta to get, get in the video. So like the fact that he did is like crazy. So I really appreciate him. He cool mm. in my books. Like everything is good. So like working on that, that day, I was just excited. I was happy. We was drinking. We was just having fun. Lit. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Um, so I definitely want to talk about Drive. You know, I remember hearing that at the Listen event, and I think everybody knew, like, oh, man, this record, this shit is huge. Like, it was just, it was fun. Everybody was naturally doing a dance. Mm -hmm. but, but let's talk about Drive. You know, talk about creating a record, talk about releasing the record, and just, you know, just the whole process behind that record. So I worked with Drive with Damon Thomas. And we were just, it was, I think that was the first song we actually worked on with him. So that was, like I said, we just be creating a vibe. Um, when I go into the studio, they always cook up in front of me and then we just go ahead and 
you know, go from there, get the melodies and all that. So it was just a vibe. Um, I think it took like two days to complete the song. Mm. Um, and it just came so effortlessly. Like we didn't go in there thinking, oh, we're going to do this. Like we never really come in there with a topic. We come in there with a vibe and we come in there with, we come out with some fire. So mm. it was dope. Um, Damon Thomas, he's very, very creative. Um, I also worked on it with, co-wrote it with my manager T'Challa. Okay. And um, I also co-wrote it with, it was one more person. Gavin, yeah, dope. Gavin. Shout out to Gavin, it was dope. Um, and then when we did the video to drive, they shut down the streets mm. of Atlanta, off of Cone That Street. video was crazy too. Yeah, they had me flying from the top of the poles. Call Marvel, cause I can do my own stunts. <laughs> but yeah, that shit was lit. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. Um, so speak about being the first lady of Barry Hankinson's label, Black Ground Records 2.0. And also, you know, just with the Aaliyah comparisons, because that's naturally going to happen. And does it ever bother you? Um, well, first off, being the first lady, it, I got a lot of, you know, I have a lot of things on my shoulders holding that up. But I'm prepared for it. I'm built for it. Um, I just, I'm really just trying to set a new standard for the label. You know, we got some heavy hitters like to start off with. So I just want to make sure that we're going in the right direction, especially me as an artist and me as the first lady. Um, I just want everybody to see what I can do. And like, there's a reason why Barry signed me as the first artist, like period. So, you know, he's seen, He's seen something in me, and like a lot of people didn't at first, but I take all those no's and I make a yes. And I sat there and I perfected my craft, and I got to where I needed to get to to this day. But um, all the comp comparisons with Aaliyah, it's a touchy subject. Like, that is. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. My favorite artist, and mm. you know, it does kind of bother me at times, but then at the same time, it's like, well, if you're gonna compare me to a superstar, then <laughs> that means that I have the potential and I am well on my way to be just as big as she is. And I love Aaliyah, like, I've literally, like, when I was young, I used to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, sing mm. to myself in the mirror, sing her all her songs. So, like, yeah, I do. I am influenced, but at the same time, I'm not trying to be like her. But um, it's just crazy how like life is like manifests itself. Mm. Like the fact that I'm signed to Black Round and stuff like that. It's, it's really crazy. Like coming to think about it, because I never really just sat back and was like just thought about it. Like I think about it all the time, but I'm always on the go, so it's hard for me to just like live in that moment. Of but, course. Like, being here now, like that's it's it's really wild, like that I'm signed to my favorite artist, you know, label that she was on. So no, that's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But like the comparisons, they it 
it it bothered me at first, but it doesn't really bother me like that anymore because like people are going to compare you to anybody as anybody that they can't compare you to. So it's just if you're gonna keep working and like proving them wrong or proving them right or you know letting them form their own opinions because it, opinions is like assholes. Like everyone has one. So as long as I stay in my lane and and continue to do what I need to do as an artist and stay true to myself, then that's all that matters. Nah, facts. Facts. Um, and like you said, comparisons are naturally going to happen. That's just like, you know, even with um, Megan's and Erica's situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you always going, it's just always going to happen. Yeah, it so. is. You just got to keep going. Like, facts. everybody's going to have something to say about what you do, how you look, your music, how you sound, if you can sing, if you can't, da, 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 da. but to me, it's like, who cares? Because if you know, if, if you know that's where you're supposed to be, that's where you're supposed to be. So. Yep. Now, um, some people might not know, but you grew up, you know, doing entertainment and, and just doing different things from mm -hmm. dance, um, you know, just singing. Mm -hmm. um, but at what point did you decide to, you know, really take your music career serious? Honestly, I've always known I was going to take my music career seriously. It was just the timing. Like, after I graduated high school, I had, my parents made me go to college. Like, I didn't want to go, but I had to mm. go. So I did that, but I always was trying to perfect my craft. Like, even in high school, I was, um, I used to play the violin and flute. I was in the chorus and, um, like, in the highest chamber choir. Like, I knew how to read music and things like that. But after I graduated, I took a break from that, and I just started focusing on um, writing music and recording because recording is an art in itself. So, and people don't understand that. People just be thinking that they can go into the studio and they just gonna sound good. And yeah, there's auto tune and things like that, but it's a mastery like for the auto tune. It's a mastery for everything that you do in the music industry. And if you don't understand that, then it's not gonna it's not gonna work. You gotta make everything make sense. But um, yeah, I would just always literally write my music, go into the studio, try to get whatever free studio sessions I could get because I was a broke college student, <laughs> yep. you know, um, just using all the resources I can at the time. And then um, once I graduated, I moved to Atlanta and I got a job and I was just making me depressed mm. and you know like my uncle had ended up passing away from suicide Damn. and I just literally like I had to take a step back and like realize like what makes me happy like I'm, I'm sinking into this dark depression because I'm not happy and I know what I want to do but then the next year I just was like fuck it I'm just gonna quit my job and just get it out the mud like for real I can't be waiting for people to give it to me handing it to me and I think mm. that like earlier on that was my problem like I just thought someone was going to hand it to me and it was going to be easy but you know once you move to a place well me I'm from Atlanta but like moving back here mm -hmm. once you move back to Atlanta you see everybody hustling and you see everybody really getting it out the mud like that makes you like hustle get your shit together and you know know that it's not going to be you got to take it it's not going to be given to you like no matter if you if nobody likes you 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 see the 
worst rappers still come up because they they showing progress. Like they're okay, progress. they're continually <laughs> shout out to y'all. They're continually to um, work hard. So that's what I had to do. I had to literally work hard. I put like my my little last of my little coins mm -hmm. into like choreography, studio time. You know, um, just perfecting perfecting what I needed to perfect because I had to take it. So period. I respect that. <laughs> now, it's rare that you meet somebody that's actually from Atlanta. So that's cool. So what, what part of Atlanta, and, and speak about your experience growing up in Atlanta, who was you listening to? Yeah, so I grew up in the SWAT, so Southwest Atlanta, okay. off of uh, MLK. So, mm. like, my roots go deep. Like, my great-grandma was Miss Washington High. My mama went to Mays. Okay. My grandma's a Grady baby. I'm the Piedmont baby. So, like, yeah, we go, we run deep. But um, growing up, it was me and my mom. Like, my mom was a single mom. So, like, she used to always listen to Erica Badu and yes. Joe Sky, Outkast, like, things like that. So those really, like, influenced my music for sure. Like, definitely put an imprint in my little books. And um, I, also, I also live with my grandparents. So, like, growing up, they would listen to, like, the Temptations mm. and things like that. So I really have a plethora of like artists that I've listened to growing up. And um, I think that really shaped me as an artist I am today, especially with my melodies and things like that. Cause a lot of people, they probably hear certain things where it sounds alike, but I know how to like, you know, remix it and stuff. <laughs> That's hard. Um, and I don't want to bypass the fact that you got your bachelor's degree. Oh, yeah. You know, so no. let's, let's go ahead and brag a little bit. Talk about what school go you went to and, you know, talk about your experience in college. Yeah, so, you know, I got my bachelor's in communications. Mm. Um, not mass communication, just communication. Mm -hmm. So go Bulls, USF. Uh, so college was cool. I mean, I really just wanted to get in, get out. I really didn't. Honestly, if I was to be honest, I didn't even know what I was majoring in until my senior year. Like, it was actually ridiculous. Like, I feel bad that I probably wasted my people's money, but, you know, it is what it is. I'll pay them back later. But college was cool. You know, I met some, like, lifelong friends I have to this day. Um, it was an experience, but I just, I think I didn't really get that college experience because I was just always chasing my dreams as far as music. And I think like, if you really wanted to get a college experience, you should go to HBCU or just get involved because I really wasn't involved. I was really like in the streets, like trying to go to the studio, trying to go to the club, trying to do this, this and that. But it was cool. I mean, the fact that I even finished in four years is yeah, yeah. great because a lot of people don't even finish. They don't even like complete college. So, I mean, nothing wrong with that. It's just, right. I had to do what I had to do at the time, so. We want to know, when can we expect this debut album, Caution? Well, you know, the album ain't done till the album is done. So TBA on that one. <laughs> okay. Um, what can we expect? Like any anything that we can expect? Like you can expect some more singles coming out, you of know, course. and hopefully they do well enough to where I want to, or I can put my album out. So it's just you know, it's just continuing to work and building my fan base because it's no point to put an album out if I'm not you know hitting the numbers I need to hit. So that's just like the business behind the music, like 
you definitely got to make sure you got your shit together before you just going to be putting out an album because there's just no point if you're not going to have it. But definitely some more singles. I got some hits coming Period. out soon. So I'm so excited for my people to hear all that. Okay. <laughs> um, what's one thing about you that the average person might not know? One thing about me, I may... I'm sweet, but if you cross me, I can turn into a little devil. That's one thing, for sure, because, you know, I'm, I'm cool. My uh, moon is Gemini, so best believe that other side is the dark side. But, I mean, I'm just a really an open book. Once you get to really know me, you're just going to know me. So, we'll see. Period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. What's your sign? I'm just curious. I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, Sagittarius. Sire. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel that you progress lately as a person? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm learning patience um, more because I'm always like I'm wanting now. I need it now. But like I'm just realizing like the older I get like. Stuff is going to happen when it's supposed to happen right. and when it's time for it to happen. And God don't make no mistakes about timing. So, like, just trying to be patient and really, like, you know, keep my mood in good spirits and, like, actually manifesting what I want and just talking to myself and the universe and the Lord. Like, mm. just making sure, like, and then just making sure, like, you're good, like, you're mental, you're healthy, like, that's how I've been trying to like work out and nice. meditate mm -hmm. and really just think about just plan more. I can't say that, but just know like what you plan may not always happen right when you want it to happen. Thanks. So what's next? What's next? What's, to the moon, Alice, that's what's next. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just really um, taking it one step at a time. We are... This is my first time, you know, really, like, knocking, like, bringing myself out to the world and, like, knocking these doors down. So I'm just, like I said, taking it one step at a time, trying to make sure my businesses are in a fair, um, trying to just create more music, you know, and create my team, making sure my team is good because it takes a team for this shit, like... It's not just me. This, I mean, I may be the face, but it's not just me. We got a lot of people in the background working hard, like harder than anybody. I feel like, like it's it's the people in the background that really deserves all the credit, like because they're doing so much to make my dreams come true, and we all have big dreams for this. So. I'm just excited to put my music out, do some more videos, see where Don't Stop goes. I'm ready to go on tour. Like, I'm just ready to, like, go in, perform live. Like, I'm ready. So that's what's next. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate you for coming by. Um, you know, we definitely going to keep doing these every time, you know. So thank yes. you for stopping by, okay? Thank y'all. The Progress Report. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.